on this episode of Talking Cannabis with Dr. Tina Stevenson. Cannabis moms, does it make you a better parent? And how do you talk to your children about your medication use in the home? Stay tuned. Its use among adults is up nearly 50%. We visited with one group of moms who smoke pot every day, even at playdates with their kids, and they claim it makes them better parents. For Casey Bodden and her friends, playdates mean fun, food, and for the moms, some herbal refreshment. Mommy needs a joy just as much as mommy needs a glass of wine. You can still be a good parent, and use marijuana at the same time. Today, middle-aged parents are more likely to use pot than their teenage kids. Water tea! For these moms, it's a panacea, taking it to treat their aches, pains, and depression, and they say as an easy way to relax and boost their productivity. Here in California, recreational pot use is legal. I can smoke it and go clean my whole house and and do all my laundry and, and just just get everything done. I feel like I am actually more attentive and focused while I am medicated. Um, it kind of gives me that spurs of energy that I don't have. Casey, who suffers from migraines, says prescription pills left her feeling foggy and disconnected from her kids. So she tried marijuana, having never used it before. Now she grows it on her patio, saying it's made her pain-free and a much better parent. She's even started a blog called The Cannabis Mom. I've heard from hundreds of moms who use marijuana. They're happy that I'm out there putting it out there. There's so many moms that are still hiding because they're ashamed and you shouldn't be ashamed. But some health experts warn parenting on marijuana is a slippery slope. One's reaction time may be slowed, ability to respond in an emergency, coordination may be impaired. Some moms that we've spoken to say, look it, this calms me down. This is beneficial. This makes me a better mom. Are they just trying to convince themselves of some storyline because they want to smoke pot? Smoking is inherently unhealthy, and by sending the message that we're smoking something to take the edge off or to cope with pain, that sends a message to our children. Casey says her moms all practice moderation and use designated drivers when smoking. Her kids know to never touch mommy's medicine and she always stores it out of reach. But being a pot user comes with some backlash, like when the mom of one of her daughter's friends found her blog, then banned her child from Casey's home. She seen that I was a cannabis mom, and then all of a sudden, Savannah's mom's a pothead and I don't want you hanging out with her anymore. Her goal, to remove the stigma and normalize moms using pot responsibly. I feel like people think that marijuana makes you lazy, that you're just gonna sit on the couch and kind of let life pass you by and let your kids pass you by, and it doesn't. I'm out there playing with my kids. We're just that normal family. 
Health experts say about one in 10 people who regularly use marijuana do become addicted to it. And unlike alcohol and the quality of strength is also a pot is unregulated. And that's a really important thing to remember. And in eight states, it's still banned. So I think it's really important to remember that most people don't know exactly what they're getting. Did your opinion change after meeting the moms and seeing what was going well, on there? Living in California, yeah. you hear a lot about this. My era when kids were young, women were mainly like drinking alcohol, right. some Vicodin, that sort of stuff to take the edge off. So this is new. Uh -huh. So I'm not in this kind of mommy and me group, but I was very fascinated that all the parents here were paying very close attention to the piece. Moms and dads. Yeah, there's uh, interns who sit at the front desk answering phones. Yeah. They're in for a fun day. Hello today, fans. Alright, so I would like to welcome Danielle for participating with this discussion this evening on talking to your kids about cannabis. So Danielle, I know we sometimes hang out together at work and everything, and both of us working in the dispensary, what's been your experience with, number one, sharing with your children where you work and also um, your medication usage? Um, you know, I'm not going to lie, at first, explaining to my kids that I'm working with medical cannabis was a touchy subject. And then I realized it's only a touchy subject because we were raised that way. So the more I normalized it, the more normal it became in my household. My children know they can't go to school and talk about cannabis or, you know, medicinal cannabis use. Um, but they do understand that it has value in the medical field. Um, so, you know, that, that was talking to them about where I worked. Um, it was also a little embarrassing. I remember one time I went to pick my son up from school and I was accidentally wearing one of my work shirts. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh man, other, other parents must be looking at me knowing, judging. And then again, I realized it's up to us to normalize this. Um, and then, well, I was really sick, mm. really sick, um, with lupus and it was causing chronic kidney failure. And my kids were used to seeing me laid up in a bed in pain. Mm. And when they stopped seeing me in bed in pain, it became a very regular conversation. Mom, how are you feeling today? Mm -hmm. I'm feeling much better. Is it your medicine that's helping you so much? Yes, it is my medicine that's helping me so much. Um, fast forward to two years later, you know, they sometimes still tear up when they think about how sick I was. Um, so the fact that this medicine has brought me such quality of life and my children have seen it firsthand, um, they're fans. They're, they're fans of the medicinal purposes of cannabis. I have taken the time to explain to them some people smoke just for the cerebral effects. Um, I don't, you know, I use this medicine for my overall health. Um, and that there is a difference between recreational use and medicinal use. Um, but I'm not against either. I'm also not encouraging either. Mm -hmm. 
that makes sense it does so but do you have older children and do you think the age makes a difference in terms of their understanding um i absolutely do think that age makes a difference with their understanding because again i don't want my children going to school and talking about it and there's a certain age where they understand you know mommy doesn't tell everybody her personal business mm -hmm. we don't tell everybody our personal business say that if my children were younger it would be a little harder to have these conversations it would be a lot more filtered um, this is mommy's medicine but I wouldn't go into detail what the medicine is and I mean if we think about it as parents if I'm on pain medication you know the doctor prescribes me hydrocodone I might put those pills in a place where my children can't get to them but I I would still be honest and say mommy's taking medicine for pain so in my mind it's what's the difference what's the difference between this prescription and that prescription they both have medical necessity one is not going to cause damage to my organs whereas the other one can and you know I think getting the message across in general it can start at home but we also have to do larger education and the larger society it has to be in schools, it has to be a part of the curriculum, it has to be a part of after school programs, but even the commercials that our children see when they're watching their favorite programs. It has to be supported by a larger society that can support the parents' decision and right to take medicine in their home. So I don't know where we're gonna go with this. Can you offer any advice for parents um, on how they can share or if they're not quite ready or knowing when it's time to be ready to share? Um, absolutely. I would say that the more you normalize it, the more normal it is. And to not be afraid of having tough conversations that we're gonna to have to have throughout our children's lives when they're entering puberty, they're dating, time you know to go out to their very first party these are all uncomfortable conversations but they're necessary to keep our kids informed and safe and also I wanted to ask you have your children um, came home from school and have mentioned anything about maybe what other people may have said to them any so-called stigma that that they had brought to your attention that you had to talk about actually I think the hardest um, or the most common conversation my children share with me is that there are other kids their age that are getting their hands on these cannabis products um, and they have shared with me their curiosity um, and I have made it very clear you don't know where that come from you don't know what that could be cannabis induced psychosis is real um, and when the time comes that you're ready we're gonna take you to a doctor and do this the right way um, I think so that's like the hardest thing is the fact that these medical products are becoming so available now they've cannabis has always become available to the teenage crowd um, it's just very important to discuss the pros and cons of cannabis um, and to help them understand that curiosity isn't always the best thing to act on and that following the laws that are put out there for our safety are you know necessary and now we can talk to adults and we can talk to our doctors about it and we don't have to go run and hide in, in the closet or in the basement to, to try to smoke, to, to find relief. Yeah. So that's a great thing. 
although I have a couple um, friends that are parents and patients and um, the biggest issue is that you know some doctors are still very prejudiced um, if a mother with a newborn has a certificate for cannabis and she uses it um, DSS Department of Social Services still gets called right. even if the parent is a wonderful parent if the doctor says oh you're using cannabis and we share that with that doctor that doesn't mean that we can't be investigated and I think that again um, that's where there's another hole in communication where everybody you know needs to work harder to be less prejudiced and to be on the same page mm-hmm. that's true all across systems, social service systems, mm-hmm. even the criminal justice system. There's a long, long way that we have to go. But I tell you what, I am very proud to be a part of the cannabis industry, and I'm going to make it my goal to educate as many people as I possibly can. I love it. Me so, too. Thank you, Danny. I am so glad that you spent some time with me on this podcast discussion. It's thank been you. a pleasure, Tina. topic of educating children about cannabis medication. It's not going to go away. It's only going to become more relevant as times and laws change within our society. Most states are going to become recreational cannabis use and at the same time as they're becoming recreational they'll become medicinal as well and we don't have that much farther to go. Talking to children about cannabis medication in a healthy way will strengthen them and encourage them to become critical reflectors and to educate and become advocates for the choices that go on inside their home. Talking to children age appropriately is what's very important. Developmentally, children can understand concepts and colors and cartoons and animation. So perhaps books and cartoons will inspire children to understand the concepts a little bit better. Educating older children about the differences between recreational cannabis and medical cannabis is going to be very important as they will have more access and they will become more involved in their peer groups that will be discussing cannabis use. So it's going to be very, very important that we develop strategies within our home and within our communities that will support positive messages and strengthen the idea and the necessity for medical cannabis. So on this episode, I want to thank you for listening. And whether your choice or your opinion around medical cannabis use is positive or negative, we still have to be prepared as a society to break down these stigmas that will impede healthy growth and healthy discussions around the topic. Peace and release.